Yo, welcome back to In The Cave. Obviously, one year anniversary. Let's give it a little bit of a clap. It's been a year. Come on, come on, come uh, on. For this on, episode, I got the wisest men I've known in this life. Firstly, okay. introduce yourself, but I can't even do it for you. Obviously, it's Denzel. Mm. Some call me Dark Hives. Mm. Best stylist in the game. Tell them. Best creative director in the game. Mm, mm, mm. But yeah, obviously, obviously, you know. So, clearest man, if you want fashion, I'm sure you, you made the first jacket, like. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I can't say that. Obviously, ladies, I know you might have been asking for a while. Golly is, is back. Cheap, cheap, you know. What are you saying, bro? I'm calm still. I'm calm. I'm calm. Man's back, man. It's good to be back. Uh, nice to see you, bro. And pff, you, Mr. Tyler Perry, Spike Lee. Just introduce yourself, bro. You know, calms, you know, creative director. Music consultant, you know, just all round. You're not adding in millionaire. You're not adding in. Well, you know, on the fact. So, so the first thing I wanted to speak about, yeah, was um gratitude. Damn, gratitude, innit? Mm. Because I was listening to something um early on yesterday, and the main takeaway I had was gratitude is something that you have to work for. It's not just bestowed upon you. So before I get too into that, how would you man exhibit gratitude in your own lives and gratitude for your situation and people around you? Yeah. You might need to come back to you just one second. <laughs> mm. You're dumb. Gratitude is stupid, bro. Do you explain, bro? Ah, come on, come on. I'll, I'll say it for myself, innit? So you see me back in the day, yeah? Bro, I used to be the most ungrateful man in this life, bro. See, even my mom, she could buy me a PlayStation, innit? But I'll still be there, like, oh, I want this, I want that. And you end up becoming very resentful instead of being grateful. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So that's what my main takeaway was that I used to think that there's some people that are blessed and there's some people that are cursed. But then I just clocked this, the people that are grateful and the people that are resentful. That's the only difference. Like everyone has bad cards. It's just whether or not you can get into the mindset of gratefulness rather than resentfulness, dependent on the situation. No, that's mm. true. That's true. Do you know what is I'll say yeah, for me personally, it's more about being grateful for everything. I think we take a lot for granted just in general. It's in our daily lives, isn't it? Mm. And I think for me, it's more lately, it's been about just being grateful for the little things. I feel like we should really be grateful just to even be like waking up. Like waking up is a blessing. I feel like we take for <coughs> granted to the max. Just having food and drink on our table. Oh, you man got food? But more like, gee, even like having a roof over your head. Having finances in your bank account. But you know what it is? I think it's more of like having another chance of life in it. Bro. Like it's more about 100. like, because, you know, not, every people, you know, not everyone's going to wake up in the morning. So you don't know what's going to happen. Never but you never have a chance to like do what you want to do, you know, in your career or anything like that. So that's what it's more about. Is, like, bro, the way I see it is, I feel like, because of the situation that we have, like we're all in a first world country, mm. it's almost a violation if you don't do everything you can with that opportunity. 
Do you not kind of get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, I have cousins in Zim, like, bro, their life is tough. Like, I ain't even gonna, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. <laughs> it's a thing where, like, you're talking to your cousin and he's like, I'm trying to get a job, but there's no jobs. So when I'm here, the only thing I can do is work hard. But I have something to say on that, unless a man has something. No, go on. Speaking for no, 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 no. This is something that I learned the other day, yeah. What do you man think about this quote? My life was hard when I took it easy. And my life became easy when I worked hard. Obviously, disclaimer, I didn't make up this quote, innit? You're telling me you're the greatest man. Doesn't mean that quote. Yeah, nah, that's crazy. That's peak. On a ball, that's But no, no. What do you man think about that quote, first? Honestly, you know, yeah, I think that sums up what I'm sure every man's grind in here has been going through. Just in our in our present reality right now, we understand that when we wasn't doing, when we wasn't in the right mindset, our life was always going wrong. And we can never understand why. But when we start working hard, the shift in our life, yeah, it seemed like what was happening last week, what was happening all those times when I really wanted it, but I wasn't working for it. Mm. Wait, let me even touch on that one just quickly, bro. Let me pose it like this, yeah. For mandem, that I'll even speak from a personal experience. Mm. When I used to be a a basher, I ain't gonna lie. I used to be a gamer. <laughs> I used to be a loser, ain't I? I ain't gonna lie, and I was a neat. <laughs> See them times, decisions are hard mm. because my life is easy. Mm. So let me pose it like this. If it's a decision of do I go to the gym or do I bake off at crib and then not really work on my goals and do some place like a video game like GTA where I'm going to get that dopamine effect. Yeah. It's an easy decision. I'm mm. not going to go to the gym. Why would I do that? But when your life's more difficult, if it's between going to the gym and laying around, I'm always going to pick the gym because I've got something to work towards. Yeah. So it's funny that you almost need to have something to work, work towards, towards mm. before you can actually have mm. an easy life. Yeah, but yeah. people want an easy life without working, working towards, towards anything. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. And at all times, bro, I can't lie. Where you're at is what you do. If you come and tell me, if you come and tell me that you're trying to be the, the top UK stylist in the UK, mm. And I ask you a few questions about your daily tasks and what you do in your whole day. That will tell me everything about that goal. But see, I think it's more about like making that 1% every day in it. So bro, like people want to make it in life, mm. but they really don't want to put the work in. Like it's more than you have to be prepared. God is literally giving you something to prepare for. Mm. Like it isn't about cool. Say you want to be creative director now. And you're just speaking on it. Mm. You start. Everything feels it feels great at the start, and it? it's like you know, honeymoon face. And after that, the grit starts coming into play. Like you know, just, like, stuff is not going to, to plan. People are not you know helping you. And then later on, you're gonna have to think, well, like this isn't 
how do I get through this? There's always going to be stages. You know how we've like done shoots in the past yeah, yeah, yeah. and things are always going wrong. It's almost like you got to push through continuously, always push through and know what you're working for in it. So that's what I say. It's like one of those things. Bro, do you know what? At the same time, what you're saying, bear man's mind, they have the wrong mindset towards things. Let me ask all of you, man, yeah? And I just want to tap into you, man's mindset quickly. What would you say does the ideal life look like for you? I'd say freedom still. Yeah, freedom. Freedom. 100% freedom. Mm-hmm. But what? Financial freedom. Like financial, financial freedom, freedom right? yeah, yeah. And would you say with that financial freedom, what would you do with that? To help others. Like literally people that are like me, literally help them. Well, <coughs> would you say the same? Yeah. Yeah, give back, help offers and that. Okay. Mm-hmm. A lot of people sometimes have the mindset of, and I've had it in the past as well, mm-hmm. I want to make money and then just lay on a beach somewhere for the rest of my life. And I was speaking to, why is this man? He's not hearing it, but Devadi, right? I said to him, bro, you don't want your life to be easier. You just want a bigger reward for your work. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Most people get a bit tricked into it where they're like, nah, life is hard. I don't want to work no more. I just want my life to be easy. But an easy life will just cause strife. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. You, what you really are looking for is I'm putting in X amount of work. I want a reward. That's why. Mm. And as a man, I believe that my whole life isn't, there's one day I stop working. It's just that a day that my work matches my reward. Because mm. if you look at millionaires, Elon Musk, Bill Gates, most people will look at them crazy like, bro, why are you still working? You're a billionaire. Mm. But it's because they just got a reward that matches their work ethic. Yeah. It's not that they wanted to get out of work because mm. work is inevitable. That is what life is. Life, in a sense, is just work. Mm. But you really got to ask yourself, sorry. No, no, no. Like, you really got to ask people if they really want it because the career you want is going to be tough. Mm. Like, especially entrepreneurship and like, you know, but when you're working for something like that, it's 24 hours. There's nonstop thinking about it. Like that's your career in your head 24 seven. It's not just like a nine to five. Okay, cool. I get off at 5 a.m. 5 p.m. Well, that thing is in your head every day thinking about how to make it. And that's when the trials actually come into play. Like, that's when it's like, oh, do you really want it? And God's always testing you. Like, do you really want it? Oh, yeah, so I'm a, I'm a mess this up here. Like, that's the whole point of it. Like, you really gotta know if you really want this. There's been times where we've had many situations go wrong with our shoots or like I've had a client, a big client, and I didn't have anything to pull for the client. I just said, you know what? Push through, put everything in the line. Anything you can do right now, do. Because God's just seen if you want it. It's preparation. So you really yeah, got to ask yourself facts. if you want this. Facts. Trust me. How would you say that you justify that endurance that you need to want to be an entrepreneur? In what sense, though? So I would say the reason why I have to do the endurance that I'm in the entrepreneurship is because I have to live a life where I'm rewarded for being me. I feel like a normal job, you're rewarded for hiding who you are. 
and all of us here in this room, we're trying to live a life where we can be rewarded for being ourselves. Mm. So my question to you is, what is your backbone or your idol to why you persevere? I think personally, it's like, for me, the only way I can tell my story is through what I do. So that's the only way I can vent. Mm. Like styling is the only way I can like <clears throat> actually, you know, show more about myself in it. Because I'm not actually the, the person that likes to, you know, talk, talk about, about your, what I go through. Because yeah, I know a lot of men like, that, like that. A lot of people are like that. Yeah. And me, that's the only way for me to actually express. So like, that's like, if I don't do this for me, that's me done. Like, <laughs> you can't, you can't <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure, like, with you, what is it? Like, what do you think it is? No, I think, um, yeah, I, I would definitely say it's around the same thing for me personally. Like, for me, I think it's more about servanthood. Mm. I think for me, it's more about servanthood and it's because I'm one of those people, yeah, like, whatever you need, I'm like one of those people that like to help people. I like to really, like, serve people, like, serve people's vision, serve people, like, in what they want to become. I feel like that's why like, I've kind of, I love what I do in creative directing because it allows me to serve people's vision. It allows me to serve my own vision in, in my own way. Mm. And that allows me to create something. Like I can literally create something from four words. Yeah. I could put, you, you could put down four words and I can create something and you'll be like, well, rah, how do you do that? And I think it's that I'm serving whatever that is. Mm. I think it's that, that serving can be to people. It could be to whatever. I think it's, in that whole thing, I think that's what kind of pushes me every single time to like keep going, keep progressing, keep getting better. Is that? I think that's the main thing of our group though. Like I feel like everyone in our group just wants to give back. We're out here to give back to other people. Mm. We're out here to help other people, isn't it? So, I don't know. Nah, it's true. It's interesting when you think Sucks. about it. Um, but you have to... Okay, we can all say here, you want to give back. Mm. And that's nice. I think yeah. most people would like to say that they want to give back. Yeah. But in a sense, for you to give back, you have to rise among others. Mm. And that's a difficult, what could I say? It's a difficult task that or burden that yeah. you've given yourself. Yeah. Because for you to give back, a situation even today for myself you have to be a strong person, not just strong physically, strong mentally yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess that's maybe how we've justified going through life and justified going to the gym and justified working as hard as we do because we know that that means we're in a position to help people that are less able. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I feel like it's very easy to just say, oh, I want to give back. I would love to give back. If I had a million dollars, I would just give I'll it do away. This and do that. And like, yeah, you know no, I, mean? I hear it's, it. I hear it's it. easy to say, bro. Yeah. But what's hard is committing yourself to something. And with that commitment, actually being able to help other people that aren't in that position yet. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's oh. real. But um, moving on. Another thing that we spoke about last time yeah. is having faith. Mm. And right now, I mean, you're already making movies. You're already styling. You're just, <laughs> you're getting onto celebrities. <laughs> if I ever spoke about his bank account, I'd do him dirty with tax. Mm. It? But how do you have faith to know that you're going to end up in the position that you want to be? Mm. Yes. Do you know what is, yeah? 
the wisest man he's unfortunately here today body he asked me a very very good question today he said to me how do i know that in the field i'm in right now is mm. what i want to do and i took like maybe a good like 30 seconds just think about it in it and i said the way the way that i live my day-to-day life seven days a week is tunnel vision mm. yeah and i felt like the way i was living my life was like, I'm on the M25 at 9.30 and everyone's trying to get to work. And I don't know what lane I should go in. And if I take the wrong lane, it's like my head's all over the place. Mm. When you know that something's for you, you have that tunnel vision. You have that tunnel vision. You can see it. And you know that if I do an X, Y, Z every single day, I'm going to get to the end. I'm going to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. You know, if I do this and I do this and I do this and I do this, trust, ain't nothing. But when you have that shaky view, you need to pull back and be like, recalibrate. Yeah. Is this for me? Yeah. So I think that's therefore what I would say onto that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know, it even taps back into gratitude, what you're saying, because... Yeah. When you first pursue something, mm. you're not necessarily going to get the results that you want. Yeah. I'm sure that everyone has started something, whether that's trading, mm. whether that's styling, whether yeah. that's creative media, whether myself, I'm trying to do photography right now. And trying. I'm trying to do... No. no. <laughs> trying. <laughs> try, <laughs> we don't use the word try, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true, true. I am doing photography. Yeah, yeah. Well, lovely, lovely, lovely. Enough. I needed that, I needed that. <laughs> but with all these things you're doing, you have to be grateful before the results come. Yeah. And that's a testing on of itself. Because if you can't have gratitude when there's nothing there, if, bro, imagine it from God's position, why the hell am I going to give you everything that's of a word later on? Mm-hmm. And slowly when you do things, bit by bit, you're going to get little signs that, yeah, you should keep doing that. Yeah. Whether that's with trading, you might just make a little bit pee just to turn you over for the month. Mm-hmm. Whether with that styling, you're like, oh man, I was giving a hundred concepts, but there might be that one person that's like, yeah, that's hard. That gives you that little bit just to tick you over. Yeah. People almost, it's funny. I feel like God works in abundance, but in very specific times and manners. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he gives you just enough. And yeah. that is something you need to be very wary of. People almost want an abundance of everything. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm loved enough. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I have enough money. I don't feel like I have enough opportunities. But if you really have that grateful mindset, yeah. bro, you can see in everything you do that there's an opportunity to elevate. Always. And I was going to... Oh, I just want to just quickly say, yeah, honestly, anyone that's starting anything that you want to do, I'm telling you now, do you know what the thing that as I don't even want to thingy is that I don't want to hear that I don't have money I don't want to hear that I don't have time Facts. I don't want to hear that I can't I don't want to hear the word I can't Facts. I can't like you that word should be out of your vocabulary make it happen you make, oh, it, happen. make it happen do you know why because a wise man once told me yeah <laughs> when you have when you don't have money is when I'm telling you now you will pull out all the stops to make it happen. Trust me. And I'm telling you now, I'm a walking testament of that. Because I said to myself, yeah, I woke up 
maybe like two months ago. And I said to myself, I was like, you know, it's, yeah, I want to create Derek Five Sheets in one month. Bearing in mind, I've never done this before. I just said, I just woke up. I said, I want to do this in it. Mm. And it's like, in my head, I'm thinking, in my head, I had those thoughts. I was like, oh, can I do this? I don't have bread. This is what I've But really and truly, yeah, all I had to do was put my mind to it. And when I did that, well, shoot after shoot after shoot after shoot after shoot after shoot, and I did it. Man. And I clocked, yeah. Oh, you can't let all those inner thoughts not like get you away from achieving what you want to do. I can't lie to you. Like, you have to understand, yeah. You control your mind. Your mind doesn't decide for truth. You tell your mind what to do. Facts. Well, yeah, that's, uh, that's sorry about that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's wrong. That's like, he, he was literally saying what I was going to say. Um, but as well as that, uh, when you're make when you're on your way to your career, yeah, you have to make certain goals that you know are realistic. Mm. Don't make a goal like I want to. I'm going to make a meal by the end of the year. Yeah, don't make it and unrealistic. It, yeah, yeah, but if you're saying it's five thousand, like remember when we had that conversation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you had a certain goal at one point of your life like that made sense because bro like you're making you had a strategic plan to actually make it there there has to be always a strategic plan to make it there like I've had times where obviously even the shoots when we said we we're going to make five shoots in a week yeah. we didn't plan everything was just on top of our heads it wasn't like oh we planned it five weeks before it was literally within the week anything we can do just get it done if there was any type of miscommunication or complications or anything like that Still get it done. And that's the whole point. It's like, we had a goal, done it, and it felt good after. And that's, and that's where gratitude comes into play. It's like, after there was a point where I was like, mm, like, was this really worth it? But mm. it's the fact that I actually got it done. Yeah. Anything that you can give to me now, if I, if you gave me a shoot and said I need it in three days, it'd be done a day even because <laughs> of the work I put in in the past that prepared me. That's the whole point. Like, it's supposed to prepare you for what is coming next. So that's what I think, like, I'm grateful for as much. Also, another thing to remember, but I remember I had the most beautiful conversation with you. Yeah. <laughs> I came up to you, and this was before I really started anything. I was really more of a talk about then. A mm. lot of ambition, but no action, right? Mm. We've all been in that position. Yeah. Right? I came to you, I was like, oh, yo, bro, it must be so great that you as a fashion stylist, you know what you want to do. That must be so easy for you. Mm. And I remember you saying, what do you mean I know what I wanted to do? You're like, bro, I was just in your position. I just decided this is my thing and I kept working at it. Yeah. Literally. But uh, that must have broken my entire psychology of life because I always thought there's the talented and the untalented. There's the destined and the undestined. There's the purposeful and the purposeless. I didn't know that everything's just a, moment of intuition if that makes sense mm. or a moment of initiative and if i look back at every friendship i have every relationship everything that's really significant in my life all it's taken is a moment of just being that f it i'm gonna do it do you know what i mean literally here the nail bro i've been in the set like a hundred percent i know there's someone watching this right now that they have in the back of their head just somewhere deep in it Man, I wish I could be a photographer, you know. Or I wish I could do something with AI. I wish I could do this or that, the other, right? And 
the craziest thing is the very person that you look up and idolize is probably worse at it than you when you were in that position. Do you know what I mean? They just decided, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to do it because no one else is doing it. And funny enough, when you start doing something, you start to uncover almost the curtains behind it. Do you know, you know the concept of the more you know about something, it's the more that you realize you didn't know about it in the first place. Because mm-hmm. if you look at a plumber, for example, a plumber may come to your house, be like, oh, the boiler needs this done. Yeah. Do it. You're like, oh, he's a magic man. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's almost when you don't understand something, that's what magic is. Magic, there's almost a connection between lack of understanding and an action just happens spontaneously. Mm-hmm. But as you start to educate yourself, that, well, that was a dead plumber, bro. My man was skipping steps. My man was doing this. Like, that's bare things as well. I'm sure the moment you started doing fashions, like styling, you were like, bro, this, I can take this game off bare people here. Just... Now, I mean, same <laughs> thing with you on creative media, same thing with you on trading. That like, The craziest thing is, and the only message I can really put out there is, you have to start to unveil the curtains, bro. Literally. That's true. You know what I mean? Man. You have That's to true. do. No. You actually have to do. You have to do it. Do you know, do you know, and do you know what you have to do here? It's because I feel like we, we've all been in this position. I can't lie to you. And those people like listening, watching, they've been in that disposition where it's like every fiber in your body feels like you're more than what you are right now. Mm. You feel like you're more than your nine to five. You feel like you're more than everything that people, your family around you want you to stay. Like everybody wants you to stay in this box. Yeah. And you know, I'll even just reference something about a wise man standing right here. See right here, sorry. He said, yeah, the other day, life is like an elevator, yeah, with 10 floors. Yeah. And everybody around you, ball in the elevator, yeah. Mm. And everybody around you, one, four, five, yeah? Mm. And everybody around you wants you to stay on the floor five. And you're punching floor 10. You're punching it, you're punching it, you're punching it, you're punching it, you're punching it. And everyone around you is like, why? Like, why do you want to get to floor 10? Like, why? Like, why? Like, you're comfortable, you're here, you're you're comfortable. you got, like, you live cool. But, like, everybody around you can't understand that you, like, every fiber of your body feels like, you need to be on floor 10 yeah. and that's where you deserve to be. And that's where you're meant to be. In fact, nobody deserves, that's where you're meant to be. That's where God desires you to be. Nah, but then, nah, I get that feeling still. Back to that, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. But then back to that, yeah, what I want to say is, yeah, is that you feel like you're meant to some be more than this, yeah, mm. but it's the big but in it. It's the, do- it's the doing part in it. Mm-hmm. It's the, okay, I'm more than my nine to five that pays me 10, 50 an hour. Mm. Yeah, that's great. I'm happy for you. But what are you doing about that? Got actions in it. Like, what are you literally doing? Like, mm-hmm. are you laying, like, are you laying the foundation for yourself every single day for you to pass that medio- mediocrity? To what you're saying, I think you're probably going to say it, but it's oh, like... Well, you can. Um, when you're saying that you're reaching floor 10, it's almost like if you're on floor five, you have to be breaking that meter. Yeah. You literally have to be breaking yeah. it. So every day has to be a thing of how can I get to floor six right now? Quick. If I get to floor six or seven next day, yeah. there's never a stop. You can't stop doing it. 
you actually need to keep breaking that barrier. And it's going to cost that people. It's going to, it's going to be, you know, you know how it is. Yeah, it's going to cost. It's tough. You. Like, it's going to, but it's going to pay off at the end. Definitely. So I'll see. It's going to cost you. Like, I can't lie. Like, you know, when family members around you, like, they want you to be comfortable and stuff like that. But for you, comfortability is not enough for you. And whether that's your mom, your dad, your sister, whatever in there, they want the best for you and they feel like comfortability is the best for you. Mm-hmm. But taking all of that into consideration, if you want to punch for that 10 and you know that God has desired you to be at that 10, be working, like you said, be pushing that meter mm-hmm. towards that level 10 and trust and believe you will make it there. 100. Something I wanted to say on that is if we all right now, as an analogy, saw someone that was six foot five and he was, had fast twitch muscle fibers, Mm. but all he done was drink, smoke and really lounge about life. We would all probably agree that's a crime against his potential Mm. because he has phenomenal genetics because his genetics have the potential for him to be something great. Yeah. People forget God, who made all of us, mm. has the potential for you to be great. To be great, yeah. So in the same way, you would look at that person and be like, what are you doing? You could be all of these magical things. Mm. You have to have that for yourself. Mm. That God put in you the ability to become all of these things, bro. There's no difference between the... Ver- like, sometimes I'll get caught up and I'll be thinking, damn, man. Idris Elba must his life must be cold. I imagine you were just like <laughs> he's got the swag with it. Yeah. He's got the acting. He's got the clout. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. All of these nice things, but I get caught up and it's like, bro, you could be in that exact same position. <laughs> and as the wise man say, you just <laughs> got to lay your brick, brick for it. Yeah. Brick for me. Yeah. Brick by brick. Do you know brick what I mean? Brick. Like, like, like that's the new thing. We have to all come to a position, and I purposely use the word we. We have to come to the position where we start to see us not fulfilling our potential as a crime against humanity. Yeah, literally. Because the potential is there for you to achieve. So why aren't you going to achieve it? Mm-hmm. True, actually. True. As long as you lay a brick every day. You get there, bro. Just keep doing your thing. Yeah, yeah no, trust, trust, trust. I'll say that. Um, so another thing I wanted to touch on is, as you were speaking about goals, in terms of we've spoken about gratitude, mm. we've spoken about faith, how would you say that you measure your growth and you measure your reaching of that potential that we're all talking about right now? Literally like, I feel like it's from what I've achieved from the past, like just seeing where I was, where I was at, you know, when I first started, you know, this thing was literally like, (laughs) I'm styling someone and I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just putting clothes on her. But the whole logistics of just learning that like piece by piece and especially like shoots as well. It was literally freestyled. And from there, now I know where from where I'm at now is there's a big difference. And that's why I'm I'm grateful because in three years or in a year's time, what could I be? <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, they'll be scared. Like, literally. Like, so that's why I'm just not worried at the moment. And I'm just like, 
this is this is calm. Like, what I'm saying. I think yeah. No, my measure would be as my faith increases, I increase, and that's just how I simply. I'm gonna be real. I don't measure my success on likes, whatever, 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 because mm. I know at the end of the day, it's all it. It's all from a source, mm. regardless of anything, mm. regardless of the byproducts. As my faith increase, I increase. Yeah, and if the byproduct is the other stuff, then so be it. That's it. Yeah, I would even say as my faith increases, my work rate increases as well. So, mm. yeah. therefore, um. I don't want to push the conversation somewhere, but I'm going to slightly tug the no, boat along. Yeah, cool. With us all pursuing different things, you kind of enter the marketplace. And I want to ask you a question first. What justifies you being able to say, I can be a creative media director with all of these wavy people around me? And same for you with fashion and same for you with trading and other things that you pursue what is your justification to say i'm able to be at this table and i'm gonna put some food on my plate from it i need to think about that one still um okay while you're thinking while you're thinking about (laughs) it i want to pose this to you yeah yeah one thing I noticed is, in fact, Combs, I'm going to use you, but right, your favorite artist is, I hope you say the right name. Kanye West. Kanye West, right? Yeah. Swear. The funniest thing about him saying his favorite artist is Kanye West and where I think people's purpose really lies in, like a deep, deep purpose lies in. Because I feel there's like different levels to purpose. There's shadow purpose and there's mm. deep purpose, right? Mm. Kanye West has a very unique cadence, his voice, how he sounds, mm. how his tonality as well. The funny thing about that is I'm a hundred percent sure at one point he saw that as a disadvantage. And one thing I started to learn and piece together is everyone's disadvantage in their own life is the exact reason why people are going to love you when you succeed. Mm. If you think of something as, maybe you're from a poor background or you've got some kind of genetic defect or some kind of story that's holding you back. That's the same reason why people are going to love you and scream your name over another person's. It's the fact that you have this specific disadvantage that allows you to be original. Mm. That's where originality comes from. If you think about Jay-Z, for example, like, not, I'm even going to imp- do an impersonation of him right now, but he has a very specific sound and how he sounds, but mm-hmm. he may have got bullied for that at one point. But it's for you to turn what you got bullied about or turn what you used to be shy yeah. about into something mm-hmm. to bring people into the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, they're just being, they're just being, it's true. Like when I'm, I started, I, let me even ask you that. Yeah. How, do you think there's any disadvantage that you yeah. had previously that you can think of that, you put into your craft of work. Yeah, literally, it was me being shy and uh, feeling like I was underrated at one point. So that's what, you know, my branding is more about, like, dark house. But I felt like at one point, everything I was doing, people always thought, yeah, this guy is good, but, you know, we leave him here, like, you know. Mm. I know he has something, but... 
So that's what I always thought I'm going to prove people wrong. But then I realized it's not even that. <laughs> I'll just prove them. They'll see. They'll see the work. So yeah. one of those things where it's just like feeling like I was on the raid. I always knew I had something bigger than, you know, good life in it. So that's literally what pushes me. It's so funny you say that because, you know, when you talk about being underrated and using that as a motivator, Mm. I think about Cadet when you say that because Cadet's one of my favourite artists to ever do this. Mm. And he kind of carried that on his back. Obviously, you know, you listen to, um, can't remember the songs off my head, but with Crept where he's speaking about how he felt like he was in his shadow. Yeah. Him saying, Cadet, Cadet, Mm. underrated legend. Bro, that's exactly what I think about when I say his name, bro. But that's what people need to do. Like even myself, it took me time, but I had to turn the very things that I used to hate about myself into reasons why people can love me, bro. Just, no. Well, can you do that? You want to say something? No, I was just going to say, no, I was actually trying to figure out your question, like your justification thing. And I feel like it's a great question. I feel like that is something that we all should be able to answer. Do you know what I mean? And although it might be, I can't lie. I think the reason why it spiraled through our heads, not because we didn't know, but it's because I don't want to say exactly, but I think it's as the question was posed to us, it was like we had to ask ourselves that question sometimes. Yeah. I can't ask you. Trust. And you know, I feel like that's some that's okay. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it's okay not to no one answer that. Like, just be like, oh, do you know, yeah, but she actually never actually asked ask myself. myself that. Yeah. What justifies me being in this position? I just feel like you know. I'm the guy, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but apart from that, yeah. apart from that, like really ask yourself what justifies me being this person. I feel like, like you said, I can't lie. It's definitely like your, your adversities and it's really using that and using it as fuel and turning that into something great. Mm. Cause I'm going to tell you that. And I think that's, that's even what people should realize that whatever you're going through now, really look at it deeply in it because that thing that you may not like about yourself or you may think that people don't mess with, whatever, how can you turn that into your advantage? Because I'm telling you now, a disadvantage to somebody else can be an advantage to somebody else. Mm. And you have to actually, I feel like people don't be deep in like, okay, cool. If you're this way and people don't like you for being this way, there's 10,000 people that are going to like you for being this way. Yeah. But there's 10 people over here that don't like you for being this way. And I'm just going to touch on this year because I think I said it on the pod last time and I feel like I just want to like really go deep into what I said in it when I was talking about what's the root of your value in it. Mm. I said it and I don't think I got the chance to really explain fully what I meant by that in it. And what I was trying to say is that in a group, let's say yeah, there's five men in this room yeah. Mm. And everyone likes you, yeah, for being the joke man, innit? Mm-hmm. That's your value, yeah? Mm-hmm. But you don't necessarily like always being a joke, joke man. man yeah. That's not you at the end of the day, like. Yeah. You'd rather just be you, innit? Mm-hmm. But everybody likes you for being that. Mm-hmm. So you play a character of being that, innit? Mm-hmm. That's the root of your value. Your root of your value, yeah, is you being a joke man, so that us, man. Yeah. Could still like you, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, that's what I mean by what's the root of your value, I think like people need to understand that there's 10 people over here and no matter how long you've known them, whatever, I know sometimes it'd be hard, in it? Mm. You've known people for long and that's what they know you for, in it? But if somebody's going to accept you for all you are, 
I can't actually, there's, like I said, there's been 10,000 other people that accept you for you are in it. So I just wanted to explain that point with you, but yeah. Do you know what, why you're saying is beyond wise, bro? I don't, we need a new <laughs> word for that, <laughs> Is if you're too caught up on not being yourself, mm. it's dangerous because when you go through life, I'm assuming I'm talking to an audience between 23 to 25 and younger you haven't had enough of a sample size to dictate whether who you are is bad or good if that even makes sense mm. you may have just gone through school 100%. interacted with certain people that have certain characteristics and you have to be like this to be accepted 100%. and then through that small small sample size you're gonna be like oh damn that's not how i'm meant to be in life mm. funnily enough niggas may know there's a DJ slash producer called Mark Rublette. I don't want to say his surname wrong. Yeah. If you know what I'm talking about, you're probably laughing as I say this, right? And he's just himself. If mm. you watched him, you'll get what I'm saying. Yeah. It shows that you have to consistently be yourself because you may run into someone who needs you to be exactly who you are. And it's a justification for them to be themselves. Mm. What I mean by that is you being a status from West going through everything that you went through mm. that's going to appeal to someone bro so you, you even changing that for just a second you're going to fuck up somebody who needed that do you know what I mean mm. same thing for you same thing for you bro we need to be ourselves because there's people that look for truth and validation in your story to help them live theirs mm. for example I could think of maybe don't jealous me as one just plain example he showed me that you can be funny but also have some kind of class about you as well mm. and if he wasn't being him that wouldn't have allowed me to become me so we have a knock-on effect yeah it's funny it's kind of have you seen the new spider-man by any chance no oh, oh, sorry, yeah. businessman you got money and time <laughs> for that in it but the plot of it's kind of what i do affects you and what you do affects him so we have to all act in a manner that would reciprocate that, that that would be in the best light for all yeah, of us yeah. and i think that's very similar to our own lives you being you is part of your job mm. it, people think of it as sometimes i'll be me and sometimes i'll just play a character that works for the room yeah but then there's so many friendships that i've had that <clears throat> kicked off as this i was being myself i may not always see value in it mm. but he saw something in me there's so many moments that we can all attain to that you just saw light in a situation that no one else did. Yeah. Mm. But imagine if when that bro met me, I was acting like a comedian, for example. Then you'd be like, oh, there's no one like you. And I never would have met him and there's connections. And we know, as we spoke last time, God works through people. Mm. And now you're blocking out your blessings. So I say all of that to say it's very important for you to remain yourself amongst the adversity mm. because it's needed yeah. and necessary. 100%. 100%. And therefore know yourself too. I can't lie. I mean, it's important to know yourself too. Like understand yourself. Understand your good bits. Understand your good, bad parts. Be self-aware of yourself. I can't lie. A lot of us are not self-aware. If I'm just being completely honest with you. We're not self-aware of like what we're good at, what we're bad at. You try to do everything. You try to be this 360 thing. I could do everything. You can't. I can't lie. Know where your strengths lie. Know where your weaknesses lie. Play to that. And trust you, you'll be finding your weaknesses, isn't it? 
because that will always that will always cover your weaknesses as long as you play to your strengths, isn't it? But if you're trying to do everything, you're gonna be stuck in this spiral of like, wait, yeah, where do I go? How do I go? Yeah. You're gonna struggle. Place your strengths, yeah. Know yourself. Be self-aware. Self-awareness, yeah. I could. I think self-awareness is a byproduct of wisdom, because wisdom is a byproduct of understanding. Do you know what I mean? It's like a lesson allows you to have wisdom and wisdom allows you to have self-awareness. Self-awareness allows you to live a peaceful life. Do you get the autographs or after, after, after? No, he's the weakest man. I had to take that in. Now, I'll say like your environment matters in these kind of situations because like, don't be around anyone that reminds you that you're nothing. Like, if they're saying they don't like the person you are, that's literally reminding you that you ain't, you're nothing to them. Yeah. So be around people that remind you that you're great. Like, that's the important thing. That's why all you men I could be around 24-7 because you're always, like, giving me motivation when I'm styling you, when I'm helping you out. It's always, it's pushing that thing in my head. So that's what you need. I'm not surprised, you know, a million, a million, a million. <laughs> how could they not push you like <laughs> yeah not bro it, it's facts you know you need you almost need to hang around with a group of people that if you could become any of them that would be a good life for you mm-hmm. I think that's how you should justify your friendship groups you should be inspired and both intimidated by them yeah. I think a lot yeah. of people aren't intimidated by their friends yes. and that's a problem Can't ask a problem that's a problem because if you have comfortability by the people that you're around I spoke about it last time, but again, it's called growing pains for a reason. It's painful. Mm. It's, what, Karen, do you want that? Do you want it? To- I, wanna- <laughs> <laughs> I would have talked that because there was a time when, you know, the wisest man that's not here today, yeah. me and him were, I think we just went through a phase where we were just like, we're going to push each other. It was just like, just out of just us being together, just the atmosphere. So he started MMA. I started the movie. <laughs> He started doing morning runs. I started doing morning runs. You know, I guess it just gets better and better. And then I started yeah. fasting. He started fasting. And it just made us better human beings. And as time went through, it's just like, people are coming to us and realizing, thinking, wait, are you two the same person? Like, we're like, no. <laughs> and it's like, now you're seeing the group is forming like a force field, isn't it? Like, so it's more like, no, like, pick the right people around you, push them. Cause, even if you're doing better than that person, or that person, even though he'll feel like first few weeks, oh, this guy thinks he's better than me. Bro, eventually he will see it and you'll be like, nah, I need to work hard, I need to work 10 times better. Because that's what even me and Calms do. Every time we're doing a shoot, we're pushing each other. I might post content, he might post content the next day. The next week I'm posting more, like, and then he's pushing more. It's just pushing each other and then gradually you're getting past the, you're breaking the threshold, isn't it? And that me or, it's pushing, it's breaking. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, I think that's it. what we had with the gym. Do you remember that comment? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I think you spoke on that in the last podcast, isn't it? But, yeah. I no. think um, I'm grateful to have delusional people around me. I honestly mean <laughs> that. Like, I ain't even bantering when I say that. No, nah, I can't have 100%. Facts. Because I 100% know. Right now, I could say something like, I tomorrow, I beg let's build a building in Kenya. I know you're not laughing. You're going to ask me what, how much a plane ticket is. Like, you need them kind of people around Trust you because me, imagine if you're in a situation where 
almost everything that you put out there gets crushed down. You're never really going to feel comfortable and feel like you can challenge others and feel like you're going to get challenged by others. Mm. Because I've been in them situations where, bro, you try and say something even slightly out there, you get shunned down quickly. And at a certain point, you have to ask yourself, are you going to change who you are or are you going to change your environment? Mm. And unless you make that decision, you're always going to be stuck with no growth. 100%. I definitely do feel like, like, you are a direct product of everyone that you hang around. You're a direct product of what's around you. And you're a direct product of what happens to you. I'm so sorry. But what I will say here is that when it comes to, like you said, like being intimidated by your friends in it, I think that's such a key thing that shouldn't be taken the wrong way in it. Because I'm going to tell you that comfortability in a friendship group is the worst thing to ever have. Mm. If you don't have a job, you don't have a job, you don't have a job. And I want a job, but you man not having a job makes me comfortable not, not having, having a job. A job. Mm. If you're a bum, you're a bum, you're a bum. It makes me comfortable to be a bum. If you're working, you're working, you're working, I'm going to be like, damn, that intimidation, that envy, like I said, it's all natural. I can't actually envy in all of us. The envy of what you man have is going to push me, sorry. It's going to push me. That's, I mean, that's what I mean by like, you're a direct, and people don't understand, you really are a direct product of the people you hang around. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. You may, And it's so subconscious. You see the way that he, Denzel, he made that comment that people start coming up to him saying that, oh, wait, are you going to like, and the thing is, yeah, it's so subconscious. Just, it was such a subconscious thing that how they started doing the same things. Mm-hmm. And now, and now people are saying, that, oh, are you man the same person? It's, it becomes so subconscious that you don't even see it. You, you just wake up one day and be like, why do we do the same things? You you ask yourself, like, why do we, like, I didn't even do that we're doing the same things all the time now. So, like, you have to be so aware of the people that, like, the people that you hang around, the people that you give your energy to, the people you give your time to, because all of those things will show in the person that you are and where you're going. Mm. Let me just go Yeah What you said You are What happened to you Yeah I'll say you're characterised By what happened to you But you're not defined By what happened to you Mm. The reason I want to make That very clear distinction Is because I want to speak directly To the camera A lot of people That are watching this Are down and out You're finished Mm. Your bank account Done Mm. You probably bashed again. Damn. Girls, you probably gave head to that guy you're not meant to. Damn. Like, your mum probably slapped you or something. I don't know. You didn't clean your bedroom or something. Mm. Do you know what I mean? We've all been down and out, right? Yeah. And one thing you need to learn to elevate is forgiveness. Mm. And not forgiveness for others, but forgiveness for yourself. Because if you can't forgive yourself, you'll never transcend that situation. Mm. There's so many times I've messed up and I've said to myself, that is it. There's no way that this person can mess up this many times. There's clearly something wrong with you, but there isn't. And that's what you have to remember your God made, bro. Because yeah. if you forget that, you'll fall into what? As I said in the beginning, resentment. Yeah. And you'll feel angry at the world for how you are. Yeah. But once you learn how to forgive yourself and understand that you're not the situations that happen to you, you're not the mistakes that you make, 
but you are the lessons that you learned from it. Then it allows you to really elevate and become someone that's formidable. Mm. I feel so many people, myself included, are stuck in this state of, I've messed up too many times. I can't forgive myself. Mm. I'm just, I'm categorized myself as a bum. There's just Mm. some people that aren't bums and there's some people that are bums and Mm. I'm one of them. But that's not true. It's not true. There's so much more than that. But unless you have a group around you and even yourself to say, nah, bro, you're more than that. Mm. You'll never be more than that. Mm. And it really even taps into love and like loving yourself Mm because people don't love themselves. And when you don't love yourself, you're not going to carry yourself in a way that's loved. You know what I'm saying? And like, how you are as a person is so much more, is so much more deeper than I'm me. Like you, almost have to separate your consciousness. Yeah. You're almost taking care of yourself in a certain way mm. because there's the, there's the calms right now that's having this conversation and we're speaking yeah. right now. And there's the calms that want to be in bed right now. Mm. There's a the calms that's tired. There's a the calms that probably wants to text that girl. How, how you doing? Baby? <laughs> 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 Do you know what I mean? There's two versions of you, bro. Yeah, yeah, and you're constantly at battle with them, but you have yeah. to learn to live with that roommate yeah, because it's your roommate people try and kick him out you're not going to kick him out he's there Mm. as I said to one of my friends God allows the devil to exist Mm. that doesn't mean that the devil isn't bad but it means that you're meant to coexist with the evils that happen in your life Yeah, and when I say coexist I mean you're meant to tackle them and face them up front and deal with them in a certain light do you know what I mean by that? yeah but here bro it's um, just like Learn to forgive yourself. That's my main point. Forgive forgive yourself and you're not the situations that happen to you. Yeah. No, actually. That, that's peak. I won't lie. It's just stuff. I've read that online. No, that's not for the UK. Yeah, of course, of course. I was saying that uh, there was a time when I was in a group, right? Just a group thing. It wasn't us a lot, but anyway. And there was one man that was putting in 100%, 100% every day. And we relied on him to do everything. But one thing I realized is that person needs everyone in that group to play their role to the max yeah. because he needs to know that this is working. Because one time, he's, at one point, he's going to burn out. Mm-hmm. I remember when I done a shoot with um, this man right here mm-hmm. and um, a little situation happened. I'm going to talk about it. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, he burnt out and I had to keep it pushing. I had to keep it moving, getting all the things done because at the end of the day, I'm pushing him. He's pushing me. When he's down, I'm up. You have to make it move. You have to keep it moving. Like you're a soldier in this thing. Like <laughs> you're not in this field to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You will do it till you die. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Just. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. but yeah. Like, that the no, but literally. I need to do that in the no. <laughs> <laughs> no but literally like you gotta put in the work like everyone is always putting in their work in their role and that's the whole point like don't think that someone's a leader in the group there's no such thing everyone is a leader mm. <laughs> it should be aligning <laughs> you should think oh wait who who is that's what it should be a thing of so that's what i was saying in it basically but when's your book coming out <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> well you didn't sign it no. i can't lie <laughs> Um, (laughs) I didn't want to just think I just want to end the point here you said you corrected my point in that which I I respect you for doing that Mm. but let me just elaborate on what I meant (laughs) Um, (laughs) what I meant is that 
you are what happens to you because I can't lie. The reason it happened to you is because you were a certain way in it. Mm. However, and as delusional as this is going to sound, you can change your life like that. Trust me. I can decide to not be a bum like that. Mm. Literally, you can change your life in that second that I just said that. You're not prohibited to whatever's happened to you, whatever, whatever, whatever. That could, like you said, you could have failed a thousand times and forgive yourself a thousand times. You can change your life a thousand times. There's no limit on that. But like you said, I can't lie. The whole thing is about loving yourself, forgiving yourself. And like, like you said, give yourself that second chance. Give you or give yourself that 100th chance. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. There's literally nothing wrong with that. People, so, people tend to think they've, they've run out of forgiveness. Yeah. I've been in that position, but I've said to myself, we all know it. Um, I don't know. You might say, I cannot go broke again. <laughs> Next week, Monday, your account's <laughs> <That's> clean. <bro. laughs> your account's clean, bro. But that's okay. That's okay. That's, do you get what I'm saying? But some people, and myself included, mm. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I just have to give, forgive myself the 100 from one time. And I'm not saying endless forgiveness. Please, you mm. bums out there. I ain't saying endless yeah. forgiveness. I'm saying forgiveness with a bit of lesson yeah. and some action. Yeah, 100%. That's what I'm saying. 110%. Like, don't, this isn't, uh, would you call it, promoting anyone to be a bum? Nah. <laughs> but what we are promoting is to give yourself that chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be like, cool, this is not for me. And whether it's your attempt time, this is not for me. I can't lie. And that work that you put in here, for me making that statement that this is for me, is well, okay, that's where you're going to see that change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also on your point about there's no such thing as a leader, it's very dangerous to have a leader that's another human being mm-hmm. because inherently that's human true. beings are flawed. Yeah. And if per se you've got a leader of the group, you're only going to be as good as he ever was. Yeah. So if mm-hmm. your leader, for example, says, man, them, this is the best way to make money. You're going to do this. You're going to do this. You're going to do this. And then five years later, he's going to clock, oh shit, that wasn't it. You're only going to elevate to that level that he set for you. Mm. He's always going to set your bar. Mm. But really, the only person that actually set your bar is the man upstairs. Mm. And people get trapped in kind of idolization of leaders that aren't true leaders. As I would like to say, false idols. Mm -hmm. Because... The only person that's really meant to lead you, as we said, the man upstairs, mm. everyone around you, your teammates, there's no such thing as a team leader. Yeah. That's quite a false notion in a sense. Mm-hmm. You need to rely on everyone in this room. I rely on you in different ways, but no one's necessarily leading me mm. because if you're leading me, I'm only limited to what you know. And if you end up knowing more, that means you're always going to be placed. It's, by default you kind of make a hierarchy yeah, rather than yeah, it being a shield which is just a circle where everyone's equal 100%, 100%. I'd even say like just even to that just something simple yeah is that let God be the accountant for your blessings not other people I'll ask someone to say on that so 
Are you not gonna, gonna explain that? Is this gonna <laughs> drop a powerball and do it? No, I'm like on that year is that opportunities come from where? Oh, people. Did I get up. Yeah, people. Uh, cool. Like where do people come from? God. Cool. So why do we put it in people's hands to give us blessings, isn't it? The only person that should be keeping up with anything good that we do is him. Mm. We're not doing good for man. We're not doing good for man at all. Mm. We're doing good for God, isn't it? So if opportunities come through people and people come from God, that's the source. Mm. It starts from up and it comes down. You don't go down to up. Yeah, but that's what I meant by like, let God be your accountant for your blessings and not other people because we feel like we're not serving man at all. We're not, we're not doing these things for that reason. Let God be that accountant. Like, let God handle that account for you. Let God, and like you said, yeah, people want things in abundance. <laughs> no. Let God pay you in what he thinks you deserve. Let God take away from you what you don't deserve. <laughs> this guy needs to stop it, bro. You're too deep. You're too deep. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant by that, though. Uh, feet. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're, is there like a university that you... <laughs> oh. Septem- oh, September is when I... No, no, no. Student loan, man. Wait. I ripped that page out of his best-selling book. That's what I read. Me? You man are stupid, huh? No. Yeah, no. Um, no, that's actually very profound what you said in terms of let God take away what you don't need. Mm. That is one thing that I've battled with before. When someone may exit your life, mm. you can get very caught up into the ideal that this is good for me, I need it. When you don't need it, you just want it. Just want it. And one thing I noticed as well is I think the most obvious telltale sign is if you get closer to God and certain people have moved from your life by that decision, bro, I don't know what more obvious, Mm. you know what I mean? What obvious thing you could think that, like, yeah, this person ain't for you. Mm. And that's one thing I've noticed, bro. Like, the more I've started to speak on godliness and stuff like that, there's some people that don't talk to me in the same way but the only thing that's done for me is just showing me yeah that's a person that definitely ain't for you Mm. and I've been that person myself we've all been that person that someone maybe it's a thing where like you know calms in it (laughs) hey the hoes are here on Friday (laughs) and you might have that one bridge and he's like oh no oh no man's trying to chill man's trying Mm. to jam and people may call that person boring Mm. people may call that person oh boy you're Alive enough of it, man. Loose enough of it. Loose enough of it. Loose and hell, bro. (laughs) You'll be Mm. loosening them flames. Yeah. So I think you have to be very careful of what side you're playing. Yeah. You know, I think everyone thinks there's angels and demons, but bro, sometimes you're the demon in someone's house. Mm. Sometimes you're the angel. You're both. I've been both. I know I've been both. And you just have to be very aware of that, bro. Definitely been both. But the thing is, yeah, the thing we the thing we remember, yeah, I can't lie. One thing we can't do is play the fence. We can't play the fence. On this journey in faith, we can't play the fence. Because 
if we play defense, yeah, God will reach out. And when God is not reaching out, we know who else is reaching out. <laughs> mm. So <laughs> the reason that we can't play defense and the, and the reason why he won't reach his hand out is because you're in between two minds. I think that's First Kings 12, 18, I believe. It talks about that, innit? Where you're stuck in between two minds and God will not reach out to you. Until you said, I want you and you only, that's when, okay, I accept you. Do you know what I mean? But until then, if you're playing the fence, I can't lie to you, you're going to get fence blessings. Is that what you said? Um, you told me that day about God only needs one finger on you. No, um, the devil only needs one finger on you. And God needs his whole hand. Yeah. So, like, literally what you're saying that. Do you want to elaborate on that? Uh, yeah, I can't yeah. actually, actually, it, it came from another wise man that's not here today, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> we're elaborating on a point about, you know, how the devil is always working. I can't lie. He's always working. He's always working. He's always working in it. And, the, the thing about the devil is that he only needs a finger on you, innit? But God needs your whole hand. He needs you to do this. Mm. But God only needs, the devil only needs to do this on you. Mm. I can't lie, he's got you. He's got you, he's got you, he's got you. I can't lie, and you're not. Until, like I said, until you said, I only want you and you only, that's when he's going to accept you. But until then, you're susceptible to that one finger being on you. And when I, and that's, like I said, that's all he needs. That's all he needs. And the thing is with that is, um, when the devil's got one finger on you, it's like, it looks like Miami, it looks like Vegas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for a while. No, I'm not gonna lie, for a while. Yeah. And then, there's that slight glimpse of, you know, jail, bad things going on, yeah, but you yeah. just don't see it. That's why you keep playing into it. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying, like, don't let the devil put a finger on you because that's you opening the door for something that's, <laughs> you don't know how you, yeah. when you're going to get out of that situation also I just want to add to that quickly uh, don't let short term pleasure derive you from blessings mm. I know all of us in this room and people watching we love short term pleasure and if you know you know and, and that's all round I can't ask you that's all round we love short term pleasure mm. and it's a very hard journey. It's a very hard game to play in. I can't lie. The field, it feels like we're being attacked. Yeah. <laughs> we're being attacked, yeah. yeah. We're being attacked and it's, it's hard. I can't lie to you. But the thing that we have to remember is that short-term pleasure over long-life blessings. Short-term pleasure after long-life peace. Short-term pleasure of our long-life strength. Another way to phrase that that I like to use every day. Okay, yeah. I, I remind myself with it is if I ever confronted with something, I say, is this short-term pain with long-term gain? Mm. Is this short-term gain oh. with long-term pain? Jeez. <laughs> Obviously, I can't forget that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> big, yeah. You wrote that, sorry. That uh, were you done in your point or can I just... Oh. Um... One thing that you were saying about the devil having a finger on you. Yeah. A lot of people like to believe they don't get what they want. And I would actually think that's very contrary to reality. I think people do get what they want. Mm. What I mean by that is, Mandem will have the mindset of, I want my life to be easy. 
and I just want to be happy. For example, hypothetically, mm. when they say, I just want my life to be easy. People think God will give you money, um, a smart mind, beautiful girl, beautiful car, all of these things. But really what he will give you is video games, pornography, and fatness. That's what he'll give you if you want an easy life. Yeah. And I had to check myself sometimes and I have to be very careful with what I desire. Because mm. my desire in my heart, God can see that, bro. Yeah. So if what I really desire is an easy life, they're the things that are going to come into my heart and what I'll see in my reality. Mm. But if I really desire a purposeful life, then that's going to come with the benefits of a purposeful life. Yeah. And this is going to come with the disadvantages as well. 100. But people aren't very, me myself, I've also been not keen to that, where you can be in a situation where if all around you is no progression, mm. life is, you can predict what your day is going to be like. You're under no stress. Bro, you have to G-check what your desires are. Because mm, what your desires are, they're false, bro. They're wrong. That's why you're living the life that you're living. Whereas if your desires were certain purposeful things, mm. your life would look a certain way. I don't think it's a coincidence that everyone doing their thing is slightly stressed. Mm. Well, you know what I mean? To a certain extent, slightly. I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? More slightly, than slightly. More than, more than slightly. I don't think it's even possible to try and really change the world and mm. not be stressed. Mm. Yeah. At the same time, who are you not to be stressed while trying to change the world? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, it's just something that you have to be aware of as you navigate things. Yeah, 100%. And don't ever get twisted. It's not an easy journey. It's not, mm. I'm not saying they're saying, but oh, you're just going to wake up one day and whatever, whatever, but. Like you said, I think the whole one brick a day thing is what you should apply to that too. Mm. One brick a day, one brick a day, one brick a day. You're you're increasing that faith with that one brick a day. That's it, but I need to say. I was gonna ask a question. Like, <clears throat> I think we had a conversation about but what do you think happiness is? And don't ask. I ain't gonna answer, but I'm just because of the conversation we had that time. I just want to see what you have to say about. It. I would say happiness is a pursuit. Mm. I feel like happiness is something you're constantly chasing. And in very, 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 very small moments, it's bestowed upon you momentarily. Mm. However, I don't think it's a state of being. Yeah. It's definitely a pursuit. Where do I cash the tech into a Because, <laughs> <laughs> boy, you can just like you. Yeah. Don't ask me the question, bro. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. And I feel like um, people it. think that it's a feeling and it's a moment thing and it's, and you'll feel like that for the rest of your life. But especially when you're chasing a career like us, it, when you get there, it's harder. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to be a musician, let's just say, well, like stress. When your musician is higher than ever, yeah. Yeah. people are constantly watching what you're doing. That's why you genuinely need to think: what is happiness to you? Is it being peaceful with God, or is it being having a nice car or the nice house, which goes away in like a few seconds? Like once you get it, it's the moment of it, but after that, what does it really feel like? What's how do you really feel? That's what I'm saying. So I feel like happiness is. So I'm saying this. I think it's different for everyone, isn't it? Yeah. Everyone has their own explanation for happiness. 
Mm. I feel like. I do feel happiness is just, it's something you start to, as I said, I believe it's momentarily bestowed upon you. And I feel it's bestowed upon you in moments of hard work. And it's only something that, I feel happiness is a retrospective experience. You can't necessarily be in happiness and realize that. You could realize you are happy, if that makes sense. Mm. Like, um, what I mean is when you're in the gym and you're doing your set and once you finish your set, you're like, oh, that felt good. Mm. But that's a retrospective experience. You, It felt good rather than it feels good, if that makes sense. Mm. I feel that's the same with happiness. It's a fleeting moment. It's very dangerous when I've been there myself. You believe that happiness is a state of being that is attainable. Mm. And the reason I think it's very dangerous is because people have a notion that if you were to achieve enough things, you would be in a constant state of happiness until you died. They think you can almost figure out life. And the reason that's dangerous is because you have to check your faith in that. Mm. If you're saying that happiness, all you need is a car, a good looking girl, a purposeful career and a thriving legacy, then what's the point of heaven exactly? Literally. What what would it what would the exact point of life be if that was just the complete goal of it? So that's why I believe that happiness isn't this state of being. I feel like that's reserved for heaven. I feel like happiness is just momentary insight into the beauty of life. It's like when you see I'm sure every man's had this moment. I'm sure every man's had this moment. If you haven't, I'm even scared for you, man. Mm. You know, you might look outside one day and the sun just looks a bit different, just a little bit more beautiful than it always has. Mm. Do you know what I mean? No, man. But, never <laughs> <had that. laughs> no, G. Well, I'm scared for you, G. I know what you mean, though. But do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I it might, it it might even be caught in the rain or just sign. There's a moment mm. where you're like, Life is beautiful, you know. Mm, I know what you mean. Yeah, I can't. I actually do, I actually do know. What you, you know mean. exactly what I mean, though. I know exactly what you mean. But look outside enough. Wait, You're of course. Wait. But it's like life is always beautiful. You're just not always keen to notice it. Same thing with happiness. Happiness is just dependent on your interpretation of the moment. Hmm. Right now, you may not consciously think you're happy, but five years from now, you're like, damn, man, I was happy when I was this, these ages. You know, there were good times. But it's not something you're experiencing. Mm. And I feel sometimes people extend that to their life. They think something bad happens to them. I don't know. They lose some money or their girl breaks up with them. Man, life is bad or life is this. And if something good happens to them, they're like, life is good, life is this. Mm. But, bro, life is life. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's always been that. Mm. I quite like it. You're just changing as a human going through it, innit? Thank you. But it's the same thing the entire time you're experiencing it, bro. I can't lie. You just explain. Life is life. I can't lie to you. And happiness, I'm not going to top your explanation. Don't do but I feel like happiness is a relative slash retrospective concept. That's just what I think it is. Because mm. life is life, isn't it? It's a, it's a relative and retrospective concept of blips. Mm. That's what I think. Because really and truly, I felt happy last week. I did. But this week I don't feel happy. What's the difference? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. It's just a relative feeling. I just feel in relative, like mm. it's all in relative and retrospectively, I wasn't happy. I was just 
something good just happened or yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah, made yeah, me feel yeah, happy yeah. it's a blip like yeah, yeah. It, it was just a blip is, is what I call it in it mm. just something good happened like okay cool that's why I call it something like that's why I call it a concept more than anything else it's not to say that you can't be in happy moments but the state like you mentioned the state of happiness is just a concept mm. that we like to feed ourselves yeah. and that we like to like you said pursue chase Mm. And I call him, call him, we're going to run up energy, so better be chasing that. <laughs> Damn. You know what, it's um, interesting that you say that, mm. that it's a state. I feel that's extended to people as well. Mm. For example, there's times where the kid's been in love, ain't going to lie to you, man, here and there. Yeah. But I may have not necessarily loved who the person was. I just loved what they could do for me, if that mm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. So... If it's necess- maybe a girl offering me sexual pleasure or offering me companionship, I'm just loving what they're doing for me. But I have no love for the person. And the moment that what they offer me changes, I don't love them no more. I don't talk to them anymore. That's not real love, bro. Mm. And that's what I mean. It's similar to happiness. People can get caught up in what is just a blip. A blip may just happen. Oh, I love you. Then it stops happening. No, I don't love you anymore. Yeah, How does that make That's not real love. Mm. Yeah. Whereas I'm sure every man here, bro, your mum could, your mum could tell you right now, get out of the yard, fuck off, da, da, da. but you're going to have the same love for her. Bro. Yeah. That love will never change. You're never going to be like, oh, I don't chat to my mum no more. You're always going to have that in you because mm-hmm. that's what real love is. Real yeah. love is beyond just who the person is. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Real happiness is beyond the blip of interpretation. As you just said, oh, last week I was happy, this week I'm not. It's deeper than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's the journey. It's like, obviously, as you were saying, it's pursuing. It's falling in love with what you're doing. Like, any adversity that's going on in your life, as you're pursuing to break that curse, that's the happiness, bro. Literally. Like, that you've done it. And even if you are doing it and it's not working, like, you still got a chance to do it the next day. That's literally, like, the happiness. I feel like that's what it is. Um... Have you seen before? You're saying something. Just forgot what I put. Well, I was touching on what? Uh, you're just saying. Uh, a relationship. I'll get. No, 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 not there, not there, not there. That's not going there. That's not going there. That's not going there. I'll get back to it. But, I, but on the, not on the relationship, but, but I do want to just touch on just slightly on something that you just said, mm-hmm. on the, the love into happiness, in it? In the comparison, yeah. In the same relative retrospective thing I was talking about, I see it as do you love someone or does your fear of losing that person override that? Do you know what I mean? I mean a lot of people's like, I love someone, but is that you love them or is the fear or is it the fear of losing them makes you love them more? Do you know what I mean? kind of feel the same way with happiness where like it's something where in the same sense yeah you feel like is it that is it that you want to be happy or is it that you want to feel good about yourself do you know what I mean mm. in the sense I'm, I'm, I'm using the comparison in the sense of both of them have a negative output in the sense of you're trying to chase something that's but not there. It's like, when we said you're trying to chase something that always equals one. Word. Literally. Yeah, by yeah. that, 
the equation master mafia did. Yeah. <laughs> what I did want to say though, before yeah. I get to the equation is your fear of losing someone. Yeah. That is sometimes why people inflict their insecurities upon you. Mm. When you're saying to someone, let's say if I'm bridging with you before you start your creative media, right? Which we are. Mm. If you're now telling me I'm going to go to the top level 10 and I'm going to do creative media and I'm going to be this fantastic person that does this and influences my community. I'm like, yo, I'm going to lose the person that I became friends with. Mm. I don't want to see you do that. Mm. And it's kind of a bit perverse and a bit negative how that comes out, but it's not necessarily bad. We all do it in different ways, but it is that fear of losing you because if it's, you're almost breaking the contract. I became friends with you because we were in the same position and we want the same thing. Don't become this thing that's beyond what we were. It's been, it's been. Because you're going to, I'm going to lose you. Yeah. And that's where I'll start inflicting shit like, bro, you can't do that to mm. make sure you're staying with me. Stay with me yeah. And that's where love can be dangerous mm. because I may love you more than the ability to lose you. Does mm. that make sense? And also, I might love you more for what you make. I might love you more for how you make me feel. Do you know what I mean? In the sense of the comfortability thing. Mm. The only reason I love you is because we're in the same position. That's that's mm. literally, but now that you're thinking, it's like, raw, damn, hold on. Hold on, yeah. wait, hold on. I did, like you said, I didn't <laughs> sign this contract. Like, hold on. <laughs> you wasn't meant to become a millionaire, I was meant to be a bum. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It's meant to be like Bum United. Mm. Like we're meant to like ride it. <laughs> we're meant to ride it out. Yeah. But now it's like, okay, because because I only love you for the person that that you make me feel like. Like you said, I'm gonna start to push my insecurities onto you, and I was gonna be like, okay, hold on, you can't do that. You can't do that. Why do you think you're better than me? Whatever, whatever. And that's where your relationships your relationships are going to start to break down eventually little by little little by little it's going to and that envy like I said we all have envy there's two envy and jealousy that envy is going to quickly not even slowly quickly turn into jealousy can't like it's over that relationship's over if I'm doing me and to elaborate on that I feel as a man correct me if you man think I'm wrong here I believe that your mother is the only one that can truly love you unconditionally for who you are. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what's so unique about it is your mother doesn't have that fear of losing you because she's always going to love you no matter who you become. Yeah. Not to say that a father figure doesn't have that love for you, but I do think their love would be a bit more akin dependent on how great you become. How great you become, yeah. Whereas your mother is dependent on purely who you become. Oh, sorry, not who you become, who you are. And I feel that's a big difference. And that's why it's, um, we almost always search, if you read your psychology and your philosophy a bit as well, you start to learn that people look for that motherly love. And I think that exactly is what it comes to, is because your mum has such a unique position in mm. how she loves you. Mm. Because she doesn't have to love you in a sense where it's dependent on what you do and what you achieve. It's more, It's deeper than that. It's quite internal. <clears throat> on the equation thing what I did want to say is we were having a conversation yes. and sweet, sweet. <laughs> what we basically came to the conclusion of was a lot of people think that life can be 
I do X. For example, let's say there's an equation, X plus Y equals 1. Mm. People think that they can make the answer equal 1.5. What I mean by that is, if right now you do gym, this, that, the other, and that just equates to what your life represents, mm. people think they could add in, you just say right now, oh, I, I go skiing every every six months. Mm. And somehow that doesn't take away from everything. It's just something that's added on. Mm. But that's not necessarily true. We need to understand that things is, it's a bit of give and get. As you said, God has to take away what's not needed. Mm. And sometimes he gives you what's just needed. Mm. Not so what's needed, if what's that makes needed. sense. Yeah. Mm. There's a real difference between them two. Mm. So if, when you make decisions, as we will have in our purpose, something gets taken away. Yeah. And I feel like that's the battle that we all have mm. is, you know that, by you having a shoot tomorrow and you ain't got no time for bullshit that it may be you have to sacrifice a bit of family with that because your mum mm. may, may want you to do something or me as your friend I might want you to do something mm. you have to make these sacrifices and that's what's so difficult is by the time you reach let's say Elon Musk's level he would have had to sacrifice so much to gain everything he's done mm. and I guess we've all came to the conclusion it's worth the sacrifice, but mm. it is a difficult sacrifice to make. 100%. I do want to ask, how much time we got? Yeah, we definitely run over already, you know. Okay, yeah, cool, cool, cool. cool, cool. Uh, the conversation's really great. Do you want to wrap it up, dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyone else got anything else to say? <laughs> uh, <laughs> last thing, um, I'll just say, if anyone's pursuing anything and you feel like there's anything that's going to go wrong in that path, make sure you're ready. That's the only thing I can say, like, there's always going to be something that's going to go wrong. Just make sure you're ready for something to go wrong because that's the biggest lesson that I've learned this year. Like, oh, we've had many shoots. I've had many tasks with this man here. <laughs> and things have always gone left, but just make sure you're on it and you're ready for anything to go wrong. You'll be good. Trust me. Yes. Well, obviously it was nice having... The four wise, oh sorry, three wise men. These were the men that don't, actually with Jesus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we got Galliano, my boy. Denzel, peak is fashion designer this side of the world. <laughs> Calms, um, you're gonna make the movie for. Yeah, I, I, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. Obviously, let me just have a little sentimental moment for a second. It's been a year. I'd like to say thank you to everyone that's watched this. I'd like to say thank you to everyone in the room. Obviously, big shout out to Davadi. He's helped me a lot with this. More content coming. Just keep liking, subscribing. We'll come with more this year. A lot more episodes, a lot more discs, a lot more that. But till next time, peace.